You're listening to the Rise of Sisterhood podcast, where we chat about soul, spirit, sisterhood, and a little bit of everything in between. Here is your host, aka me, Jen. Hello, my sweet friends. Thanks for joining me today. I am excited to talk about a little bit of what my spiritual awareness and awakening was like. And uh, I think it might be helpful for you because what I find is a lot of the members of Rise Up Sisterhood are women who over the course of their lives have perhaps been a little bit curious about all of this woo-woo spiritual stuff, but they didn't know where to start. And uh, I'm going to just share a little bit about my journey into really where I am today. I'm quite excited because right now I am recording this podcast wearing a super comfy onesie and I have a gorgeous candle burning that I purchased at a really great pop-up shop by a company called Soul Connections and oh my goodness this candle is beautiful. It also has a lot of sage in it so getting a little bit of a cleansing experience here just watching this flame dance. And I thought I would pull a card before really getting into the info in this episode because cards are what I started with on this journey. And I thought I would pull from my very first Oracle card deck, which is the Goddess Guidance Oracle card deck by Doreen Virtue. I will pull a card to help us set the intentions for this episode. And uh, we'll see who is working with us today. Who am I going to channel today? can hear that. That is the shuffling of the cards. Oh, beautiful. So I am looking at the card Ostera, who is the goddess of fertility. Ostera, as you know, is closely related to Easter. If you don't know that, uh, have have a quick Google of who Ostera is, and you will really start to see that the traditions around Easter time really come from that pagan holiday. And uh, you'll learn all about the Easter Bunny. It's pretty cool. But anyway, Ostera's messaging is as such. It is the perfect time for you to start new projects, access new ideas, and give birth to new conditions. So I think that's really beautiful because we're going to talk about how we, what I went through as I was awakening a little bit. And hopefully give you a little bit of a jumping point for, you know, what you can do moving forward. I, as you know, when we record these podcast episodes, I like to kind of go all the way through. I don't edit too much. So uh, hopefully I don't repeat myself too much. (laughs) I think I mentioned in a previous episode as well that normally I do live videos where I get immediate feedback from the people watching. So it's always funny to do an episode where you're just recording your voice. Anyhow, so I guess I, you know, I haven't always been really deep into spirituality, but that being said, I was always curious. I always felt like even as a child, I felt a deep love and connection to other people, to animals, to nature, without really knowing what that meant. So I always had pretty big emotions that way. I was always curious. And as I grew up and became a teenager, I was one of those witchy girls that was obsessed with the movie The Craft. 
I loved it. I tried to levitate more times than I could tell you. I would go and hug trees and, you know, give them energy and ask for energy in exchange. And probably from anyone looking out from their windows into the ravines behind their houses, they were wondering what the heck a bunch of teenage girls were doing out there hugging trees because in the early 90s when that was or mid 90s it wasn't so mainstream it was a little bit weird you're probably going to call the cops because what are a bunch of teenagers doing down in the bushes probably drinking that might have been another time (laughs) for me but it wasn't then so I was definitely interested in you know spirituality I wasn't so much into witchcraft but I think it was the excitement that there could be energies accessed that maybe weren't so visible to what we could see here in the now. Uh, So fast forward, you know, I carried on my teenage life. I think I mentioned in a previous episode, I did some boy chasing and did a lot of working and all of that and really disconnected from anything other than, you know, grinding, trying to make money, doing those types of things. Um, My husband and I, we got we purchased our first home quite young um ultimately it ended up turning out that we lost quite a bit of money when we purchased that house um and when we ended up listen to all the ums today see if you can count how many ums there are (laughs) uh when we had my daughter hannah who was on a previous episode as well i owned a fitness company and the company was slowly starting to struggle. It was starting to fail. The community aspect was there, but my heart wasn't in building the business because I was, you know, trying to juggle the whole being a mom thing and making money because I didn't have any sort of maternity leave, no benefits, anything of that nature because I was self-employed for so long. So we didn't have a lot of money coming in. I really felt like I was doing the best things for my family at the time, But, you know, and you learn from everything, right? But in hindsight, you know, I was making a lot of rash decisions and I was very emotionally unstable. So the, from the outside looking in, it probably looked like things were great, but, you know, internally I was struggling big time, not sleeping properly, having a newborn. I was bringing her to my fitness classes that I taught outdoors So I'd bring her to 6 a.m. classes when she was only a month or two old. She'd be in the stroller, you know, and it definitely looked like I had my stuff together. And people were like, wow, she's such a boss mom and power mom and all that stuff. And I was silently crumbling. And I think that I was so attached to, you know, the persona that had kind of developed for me. I was I was so attached to what people thought of who I was and what I had built up that I was scared to really share what I was going through. So I, you know, I internalized and internalized and internalized because it really didn't feel like a strong move to, you know, share that maybe my business wasn't doing as well financially or that I was, you know, feeling emotionally disconnected. And I ended up falling into quite a depression. I was diagnosed quite a bit later with uh, postpartum, but of course had no idea, which I know a lot of other moms, probably lots of you listening as well, have uh, gone through. I really, I was, I was struggling pretty hard. And 
I remember I saw a post that my girlfriend Lee had done on Facebook and she was just kind of opening up and sharing this side of herself that she hadn't ever shared publicly before because it was not very mainstream at the time. And she had shared that she was going to do an oracle card. Would anyone like a card pull? And I was floundering. I was grasping for anything. And I had always been kind of curious but didn't really know much about what all of that was, this fortune telling. So I said, sure, why not? And she pulled a card. I can't remember what it was. But at the time, it was so relevant and so exactly what I needed to hear in the moment that I kind of became hooked. And I realized that it was something that I I needed. I needed to hear the words that she had shared at that time. So the universe had definitely connected us. I'd also seen oracle cards, you know, doing different yoga classes. Some of the teachers would have them out. And, you know, I always found them to be really insightful. I didn't really think that I could work with them, but I really loved the messages that they gave. And so then connecting with Lee, uh, she actually asked me if I wanted to be a volunteer for her while working on her practicum for something called EFT, which is called emotional freedom technique. And it's basically tapping. I will butcher this completely. Um, you can Google it. <laughs> I don't have a fact checker for this show, but you're tapping different points. I'm, I'm not sure if they're meridian points or energy points along the body and you're repeating mantra to yourself and it actually changes the neural pathway, I believe. I don't know exactly how it works, but basically the long and the short of it is I, you know, I was excited to get, chat with her because I didn't know what exactly the hell was going on with me emotionally. I just needed a little bit of guidance. Also at that time, I had completely disconnected from my dad and uh, I was feeling a lot of emotional upheaval at that time. So going to see Lee, she started to give me a couple tools to work with. And she also kept pulling oracle cards with me and she revealed to me that she had been taking a mediumship uh mentorship program and was developing her psychic side and you know that just excited me so much and it really I think kind of gave me permission to start exploring you know spirituality and what that meant to me I had a really adverse reaction to the word God so originally when I had heard the word spiritual I would think oh that was very Christian very faith-based very, and I was very rigid in, you know, my definitions of things. So it was nice to chat with her a little bit and learn that her her take on God was a little bit more universal. And it kind of let me, again, have a bit of permission to perhaps look at that word in a different way. So for me, the God just means consciousness or universal or higher power. It doesn't mean some dude with a beard dictating everything, standing somewhere, being like, I'm the boss. <laughs> and maybe it is for you and that's okay. Whatever we want and whatever we need in the moment is perfect for us, right? So as a little bit of a recap here, I was looking for a bit more guidance. I'd kind of been opened up to spirituality. I'm sure you can relate because all of us, especially women at this time, we are going through a very weird period, right? We are seeking a little bit more. A lot of us are kind of having what we call the dark night of the soul where 
we go through these really dark times and it opens us up to seeking something, seeking anything to give us even just a beacon of light to maybe say, hey, things are going to be okay, right? So that's kind of what Lee did for me. And I'm really grateful for her because she really opened up a world for me just by pulling a couple cards and working through her practicum with me was beautiful because it allowed me to not only start to uncover some of the deeper emotions I had going on connected to my dad and my failures with my business. Um, so I started doing that deep personal exploration that so many of us are nervous to look at because what are you going to uncover, right? And I really started to explore all the pieces of myself, all the different sides that I maybe wanted to keep hidden away because I was scared to look at. I was nervous about what I was going to see. And, you know, am I going to admit to myself that I'm failing in certain areas? Or am I going to admit to myself that I need help, right? I mentioned this the other night at Women's Circle. Women over the last few decades have spent so much time trying to match our male counterparts and, you know, feminism is loud and beautiful, but I think we've also forgotten that we are allowed to ask for help and it's not a sign of weakness to seek out the guidance that we truly do need. As women, we are creators and we are connectors and we are connected, so... I think it's really important to allow that in and perhaps soften a little bit. You can still, you know, kick ass and take names and all of that, but it's okay to let people in (laughs) and ask for help. So that was a little bit of a tangent, but like I mentioned, I kind of began to feel a glimmer of excitement about the possibility of maybe not having to live in this super dark headspace that I had been in. Hannah was actually in kindergarten before I knew that I was depressed. Um, I really was good at putting on a happy face. I would drop her off at school and then I'd come and lie in bed all day. Uh, The only thing that I had working through this with me was the idea that I was going to start to learn how to work with oracle cards. And I had started meditating. Um, I had started meditating before meeting Lee without much direction. I just... I think I had read somewhere that meditation would be a good thing for helping calm an anxious mind. And so I had started just following along with guided meditations and it was a definite practice and it still is to this day. I think I was doing maybe five minute meditations. Uh, So having already somewhat jumped into meditating and being excited about oracle cards, I decided, you know what? There are so many different guided meditations. I'm going to start to look for ones that have a bit more of a spiritual focus. And I am going to go ahead and buy myself an oracle card deck. So like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the first deck that I bought was the Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards. And so if you are listening to this podcast and you're like just similar to where I was when I was starting, you're spiritually curious, you don't really know, or maybe you're you're within the community of friends that are in it, but you don't really know where to start. I really feel like working with Oracle cards is a really great first step. Uh, And I think that it's really important to know that every single one of us is connected and we all have the ability to communicate with whoever we want to, earth side or beyond. And 
Consciousness is beautiful and we are all connected through consciousness or energy. Everything is energy, just like us. Um, You don't have to go to some sort of guru or psychic or someone to receive the answers that you seek. However, when you're in a dark place, sometimes it's hard to remember that everything you seek is within. So I've found now, fast forward a few years, I'm not really looking for external guidance or validation. I do love it and appreciate it. And I usually, if I'm pulling cards for myself, I do it in a way where I'm just looking for a, yep, that's right. Or maybe a little extra nudge in a certain direction. I'm not looking for any, anything to pull me out of anything where I was a few years ago. So la 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 la. (laughs) I, as I mentioned, I decided to purchase this Oracle card deck and I was meditating. And so I decided I was going to every single day to pull myself up a little bit more I was going to pull a card and I was going to write about how I felt about that card I was going to write about what the colors meant for me I was going to write about what was the overall energetic feeling I got from it and then I would look in the book because there's always a little booklet and I would either receive some validation from that or I would um, you know I would be able to get a couple extra aha moments So that was how I really learned how to connect with my Oracle card deck. And, uh, and then after I pulled the card, I would meditate. I would sit for five to 15 minutes and just sit on my bed, meditate with a guided meditation. And then I would journal about whatever came up for me after that. I would journal about the experience, whether it was, I, I couldn't concentrate. I had too many thoughts going through my mind or I suck at this or, or maybe I would see colors or, so I started to really become an observer of my experience and I would go into my meditations and go into pulling cards for myself in a curious way. So I think that this is a really beautiful place for anyone to start because, uh, it doesn't take a lot of money and you do have the ability to do this all for you. There's a lot of beautiful resources out there for you as well. So opening to the possibility of more, right? So that's how I started. And that's what I primarily still work with when I'm working with clients to this day. I love to work with Oracle cards, but the more that you start to learn what different different symbolism means to you or different colors mean to you or different numbers mean to you, you really have to lean in and trust yourself, right? Trust what you're getting. Trust what what you're feeling is true. The less you're going to need to rely on external validations like oracle cards or pendulums or, you know, angel numbers or whatever that might be. I think that we get so disconnected from ourselves that we don't even know how to trust our own guts, right? So this is a good way to start to practice learning how certain things feel in the body, right? So maybe I pull a card. Let me just use this Ostera card as an example. Maybe I pull this card and I notice, okay, there's a lot of purple on this card. How does purple make me feel? It really makes me feel connected. It makes me feel feminine. Uh, okay. And there's a moon on this card. Moons for me really feel again, very feminine. There's rabbits on this card. What do rabbits mean to me? They mean for me, this is my own perception, productive. Obviously they're very productive. (laughs) 
if you know what I'm saying. Also, there's a, a snake bracelet on this beautiful goddess, Ostera. And the snake is very symbolic of femininity, right? Uh, the Shakti energy, which we can go into in another episode. So I can start to pull these little clues, these little messages that I'm receiving from this card, and I can start to form a reading from that. I can start to decide, okay, so perhaps this is a message for me to embrace my femininity. What does femininity mean to me? Well, that means creation. That means flow. That means movement. So I can start to look at those things. So I would definitely encourage you to do that. Start looking at that. So what are some other things that you can look at possibly working with if you don't necessarily have a deck of cards? Uh, you could actually use a deck of playing cards. You could also use a book. You could use your book. I think it's called Bibliomancy, where you could ask yourself a question inside and then flip to a page, random page. And maybe shut your eyes and put your put your hand on the page and then read the passage underneath. What does that say to you? How does it make you feel? Start to notice where your feelings are in your body. Start to reconnect to your body. So I'm going to share a little bit more about when, after working with cards and meditating and all of that, when I truly, I guess, decided to buy in and really trust that I was being supported because I think it's easy enough to say oh yeah sure yes we're all connected um, but I think it's really important because a lot of us are very analytical and we need facts and we need to be able to see that this and this and this equals this and when it comes to spirituality or consciousness or the subconscious you can't see it but science knows that subconscious is there but they can't really put it to paper what that means and so that's a really good indicator to you and I that there's a lot more that we just can't explain and leaning in and learning how to trust is very important so I'm going to share my experience <laughs> that really allowed me to open up so I was having a particularly bad sitting on my bed crying type day it was just it was a tough day. I felt like I was in the bottom of an abyss. Lots of crying. And I had purchased a bear for Hannah. Uh, not a bear, sorry. A balloon that was shaped like a bear. And the balloon was full helium. And the bear was holding a heart that said, I love you on it. And in our house, there is we are in a townhouse. So there's a set of stairs. And you know how when balloons start to lose their helium, they're not quite floating at the ceiling. They're kind of floating half mass and it's pretty creepy because they'll be in random spots. <laughs> so this balloon was doing this in our main floor of our house. It was losing its helium, so it wasn't floating as high. And yes, we can chalk this up to airflow. We can chalk it up to whatever we like, but I was crying really hard. And my bedroom door was open, which is upstairs in my house. And I, I have a small ensuite. And I had just finished my card pull. And I had just finished my journaling and my meditation. And I was crying. It was just a tough time. I couldn't really stop it. 
So a little too much information here. I get up and I go to use my washroom and I left the door open and I sit down on the toilet and I look out because out my door, we have a big uh, sliding glass door in the front of our room and it's really bright. And I look over just out the sliding glass door. Don't worry, no one can see into it. (laughs) It was private. And there's the I love you bear right in front of the door facing me. And I'm like, okay, that's crazy. That's really weird. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how the hell this balloon got upstairs when it could barely even float anymore. And I said, okay, thank you. I'm going to just say, okay, thank you. Thank you for this message. And I'm learning how to not overanalyze. And I'm learning how to just say, okay, this is a gift. And so I go and sit back down on my bed. And I started journaling about this I love you bear. And I just I just asked the universe to give me a sign that things were going to be okay. And I shit you not, sorry if you're listening with children, <laughs> this I love you bear moved its way around my rooftop, like around my ceiling. It went in a very strange pattern and it was on my ceiling, which remember it's not even that floaty anymore. And it stops directly in front of me and the balloon turns. So it says, I love you. And it's facing right in front of my face. And like I said, sure, maybe we can explain that away with airflow, whatever that may be. Maybe the vents turn on in that time. But the thing is, for me, that was exactly what I needed to hear. I just needed to hear, I love you. And from that moment forward, I said, you know what? I'm just going to trust because what a beautiful gift to hear the words that you need to hear in the most of unconventional ways, right? So maybe let my experience be one for you to allow you to trust that there's more and you don't have to have all the answers. And perhaps you're not going to get clear signs when asking for them or you're, you're looking for something very specific and you're not receiving it. So that's why we have to trust our own gut and our own intuition when we are, you know, opening up to the possibility of more. Because spirit can be subtle and not so subtle. But if it's what we're looking for, we are going to receive it. Whether we know it or not, we are receiving it. Until maybe we get slapped upside the head with an I love you bear balloon, right? <laughs> Anyways, I, I hope that this episode gives you perhaps a little bit of hope that you are also connected, gives you a little bit of a jumping point of where you can begin with, you know, connecting with your own higher self, pulling cards. There's so much more to it than that. The next episode that I do, I'm going to dive into working with Oracle cards more. We're going to have an interview in between. So it should be near the beginning of January. We will have another episode and I'm going to lay out for you exactly how I work with Oracle cards, um, choosing your own deck, how to initiate a a deck, all of that fun stuff. So I really hope that you tune in with me. If you feel like this episode could inspire a girlfriend, please share it with her. Uh, If you're listening on a platform that allows ratings, please go ahead and give us a review because I think we're at about 100 listens to our episodes and I'm really excited about that. It really fills me up to know that people are listening. So thank you very much for joining me on this adventure. I think it's getting a little easier to talk to my phone 
and it being a very one-sided conversation. There will be more. I can't wait to share more. And until next time, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you received some value or maybe a giggle or maybe gave you something to think about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your sisters. I'm sure they'd love to hear it as well. And if you're feeling up to it, leave us a five-star review. Thanks a lot. See you in the next one.